You know, we want to welcome everybody here. You know, obviously, obviously, obviously. That's right. I got Dave here. Uh, I, I think that... You know, we want to welcome everybody here. Speaking of that, speaking of that... Celinda. You know, we want to welcome everybody here. Everything all at once? Everything all at once. It's honestly a sensation. Aliens listen to it. Hello, and welcome to the show. Today we have with us Eden on Fire, lead singer Amy, drummer Mike, Hi. bass player Scott. You got it. Awesome. Got welcome, it. guys. We're so glad to have you here. Thanks uh, for having us. Absolutely. And we also want to welcome all of our interplanetary, international, intergalactic, and uh, local listeners that tune in all the time to come check us out. We love you guys, too. Um, you guys have a show coming up. Yes, we do. Mm. We're going to be at PACA here on December 11th. Um, it's a 6 o'clock show there up at the PACA. That's Sunday, know. right? Yeah, it's a Sunday. Um, it's a great show. Um, it's free. They do accept what? donations. I know, great. Um, but donations go completely to PACA for the arts, so it's a really great show to come out and support. And you get to come out and hear us exclusively. We play for a full hour. Awesome. So good time. And it's BYOB. BYOB. Yeah, it is BYOB, BYOB. yeah. yeah. With, I, I guarantee the more you drink, the better we sound. <laughs> yeah. Is that a fact? Yes. 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 Absolutely. It's important to know. Important and, the better, to know. and the better we look, too, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Some of us need that more than that. <laughs> yeah. Take the encouragement, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Pack is such a cool building and such a cool place. I, I'm so glad that place is around these days, giving all of our local artists the opportunity to perform in front of people, you know what I mean? It is. It's absolutely a great place, and they've been very welcoming to us as well. Um, this will be our second time playing there, and we actually recently just did a photo shoot there as well. Oh, cool. Um, so they've just been really wonderful. Where was the photo there. shoot at? Um, what floor was that we were a on? A few different floors. A few different we floors, yeah. Started on the fifth. Started on the fifth floor up there with all the graffiti room. And, oh, yeah, um, the We big worked open. our way down and did some of the stairwells and elevators and yeah. different things, so it was a pretty good yeah. time. And oh, nice. They've been really great. I do want to mention, too, it's an all-ages show, too, So, but you can BYOB with sure. ID, so sure, but yeah. yeah, that's such a cool building too. That I know that upstairs graffiti room, well, well, not well, but I've been up there a few times. It's neat. Oh, yeah. some great stuff. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And uh, you said this is the second time performing up there. Yeah. And you guys haven't been a band for very long, right? No, we um, we've been together for mm -hmm. uh, just a little over a year. Um, we started out. Way back in April, it seems, as though when we really became sort of the beginning of the band, I met Michael. Well, actually, I've known Scott longer. Mm -hmm. um, Scott and I got together in around June of 2020 and started putting things together around, I would say, fall of that year. Yeah. Um, I was just actually writing music myself and doing MIDI and kind of throwing it all together. Um, with drum loops. <laughs> drum loops are fun. That's yeah. like the new um, cool thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just kind of putting it together, just what was in my head. And um, then Scott started laying some bass lines out for me, and we started seeking musicians. We sort of had a, a different version of the band with a couple of different members prior to all that, and it just didn't really work out. And eventually then... Um, Mike's going to tell you what actually happened. Uh -huh. Go ahead, Mike. Tell the story. Uh -huh. Oh, you, you, know, you need to say it. Okay, I'll, so, I'll just correct yes, you. Yes. Yeah. So, so, I, <laughs> I, so Mike reached out to me, and then 
I actually had another drummer at the time, and so I shot him down. Yes. Oh. She rejected me. I rejected Ooh, my brain. Like, like most women I've ever <laughs> But it was only because I had somebody else at the time, um, and then that fell through. That's what they all said. So then I, I reached back out to Michael, and I said, please. She please. came crawling back. Please. Yep. You, That's always you, the best feeling, Are you still too. available? Yeah. And so Michael joined us, and that was around April of 2021. Cool. Um, and then eventually Rick, who's not with us today here, um, he is our guitar player. He joined us then around late August of 2021. Probably so. about our fifth guitarist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been just, um, it was just a line of guys coming in, and it's like, yeah, it doesn't really work. It doesn't work. Or just stylistic clash. Or, yeah. Or, or they few, just couldn't few things that I don't want to really point out specifics of. But it's, just, yeah. it was, it's hard to yeah. get five or four or any number of people together consistently to yeah. do anything, whether yeah, sure. it be practice or podcast or do anything. You Without know what I mean? Without each other's necks at some point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's always a big we thing, have, too. We haven't got to that point yet. Yeah. Not yet. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. There's, I picture, there's some pictures where <laughs> Mike's trying to choke yeah, you. I don't know. True. I mean, it's a true story. Yeah, right? <laughs> But, um, yeah, so it's been a little over a year since August that we've actually been playing. And so um, our first gig actually was in June of th- this last year at BACA. That was our first show. Oh, nice. Cool. So, um, was that scary for you guys? Um, it wasn't for me. Um, I have have a lot of stage experience, so I, for me it was very exciting to get back mm-hmm. out there. Um, I don't know. You'd have to ask them specifically where they were in the, that moment. Not really. I mean, I played in lots of bands for a lot of years, so. You guys are a little stage veterans, I see. Yeah. yeah. It was just weird for me because I, I hadn't been on stage in a couple years mm-hmm. uh, thanks to COVID. Right. So kind of first time on, it took me a few songs to kind of get used I to mean, it about how it is. it was years for me, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, oh, wow. Yeah. It was my first time on stage with a rock band in a really long time. I've done a lot of um, classical stuff and other things like that, and, and I've done a lot of theater, um, and I've actually sung some rock music in theater production type things, but I hadn't actually been in a rock band in a lot of years, So that was, sure. but it was great. It was, it was just awesome. I feel like it, it really takes like a lot of uh, courage to get out there and put yourself out there like that and play something that you've created yourself and made, because all your music is original, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, and this is a new, sort of a new experience for me. This is the first time I've actually been in a band where I've written of the bulk of the music. Um, mm-hmm. I've always, in original bands, written lyrics mm-hmm. and done some of the vocal lines, but this is the first time I came into a band and said, here's my music, let's right. do something with it. And that's kind of scary. You know, it's like, I'm used to it now. I come to them like, here's something new, mm-hmm. you know? But at first, it's kind of like, you're really opening yourself up for rejection. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, here's this song I wrote and I think is really great. Please don't hate it. Yeah. It's a very vulnerable <laughs> yeah. position to yeah. like put any sort of art out there for the public to judge or criticize yeah. or hopefully enjoy, you know yeah. what I mean? But even your own band, you know, because I come to band practice with something new and I'm like, I think it's good. Please don't rip it apart and make yeah. it, you know, tell me how bad we it is. just beef it up and... Yeah. Has it ever been like that? Honestly, no. Like, no, it, this just Our creative work. process has been wonderful, actually. Everybody really gives good input. Um, you know, Are you sure about yeah, that? I, it's <laughs> never... I mean, it's fun. We do have some fun bantering that happens, and <clears throat> poor Rick's not here to defend himself right now, but... No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our guitar player does like to try to change things up a lot of times, and, he and I he and I banter a little bit back and forth, and I'll be like... And I play keyboards in the band as well, mm-hmm. so um, you know things are written in piano keys. And I'll say, yeah, we're not switching the key. There's piano work in here, and I'm not playing black keys through this whole song. So yeah. you know, we're staying in this key. But you know, sometimes I'll let him change it up. Um, but 
yeah, everybody kind of brings their own creative processes, and things do get changed. They don't sure. stay exactly how I wrote them when I sat down at the piano, but um, that's good because they enhance things. And Michael's really good at orchestrating, although he doesn't play actual notes. He's very good. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> I coordinate sure. everything, composing. Yes. Yeah, just ar- arranging stuff. Yes. Just, I can kind of. I, I like to think that I can kind of hear how stuff should kind of fit or mm-hmm. orders or changing just, um, I don't want to say the rhythm of parts because that's not what I mean, just maybe the order of stuff or how things go. And, I mean, for the most part, what Amy throws to us, the bulk of it stays true. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of adapting it from just a, a piano thing. It's all and we just give it a little more muscle. Yeah. Mm. So sometimes that has to tweak it a little bit. So most of it comes at... With or it comes to you guys from Amy at, with like some lyrics and like a piano melody, and then you probably eighty five percent of it, right? Because yeah. Rick's come up with a few things, yeah. Um, so the bulk get... of it is. I mean, the lyrics are are all her with some minor tweaks from us, mostly just cutting stuff apart. Really yeah. long verses, <laughs> um, triple verses, you know, <laughs> small novels for a first verse. Your songs are not short. No, they're not. No, they're, not. they're like no. four or five minutes. It yeah. reminded me of like a Tool album. Those are our short songs. Yeah, those are. We have a seven-minute yeah, song. Got longer one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. it, it's, it's, Welcome to symphonic metal. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's all done with purpose. It's not a long song just for the sake of it being long. Right. Um, one of the big reasons that I wanted that I first initially contacted Amy about the stuff she was doing is it wasn't like a, what a lot of other folks who were wanted me to play with them or where I was talking to play with one to do. Um, music has in my in my opinion, music should have corners mm-hmm. and peaks and valleys and dips and whatnot. It's not all just this. Right. And um, the the bands I listen to, a lot of the bands I listen to stuff like Sabotage and Trans Siberian Orchestra and uh, God, even bands like Primus and Metallica and Megadeth and whatnot. And sure. Not so much Slayer, but I love Slayer. <laughs> uh, really even their music, really it isn't always on 10. No. Sometimes it, you, you can drop down to a 2 or a 3, and you have little pretty parts. And I think that's what makes it unique and beautiful, too. You know? try to, like yeah. having those transitions and flowing from sure. one things. I mean, there's nothing wrong with bands that don't do that. I mean, I, I still have just as much love for ACDC and Judas Priest as I do for TSO and Sabotage and stuff like that. But given my choice of what I want to play, it's stuff like this. Because mm-hmm. you can get your yayas out playing softer, pretty stuff just as much as you can slamming things out. And right. half of the fun is getting there sometimes. Yeah, figuring it out, I putting think, together the puzzle. Sure. Cool. I, I think you know one of my favorite parts of any of our songs is the middle <clears throat> part of Listen to Me. Where I love it's, it. it's literally just a piano part with some build-ups behind it that just kind of sets a nice little mood and then it goes back into the song. Mm-hmm. It's all of a minute and a half part, but it's great. I love it. So uh, I'm hearing a lot of like prog, <coughs> prog metal and like classical influences yeah. from you. Um, I like prog. I just can't play it. Yeah. <laughs> I can appreciate it um, and try and do some of that type of stuff in, in terms of setting the mood. Yeah. Um, Peart, Neil, Neil Peart, I'm not. God, I wish. Mike Courtney, <laughs> I'm not. Um, God, Lars Ulrich, I'm not, even though I love him. Um, but just trying to 
have that kind of effect on the music. Trying mm-hmm. to, it, it sounds so cliche and so artsy fartsy to take people on a journey yeah. through the song. <laughs> no, that's so important though. In a good, it, like any good art, whether it's music or a painting or anything, I think tells a story, and that story might not be the same to me as it is to you guys when you're writing it, or to somebody else that's standing out in the crowd. Sure. And uh, being able to offer people that experience is, is uh, I, what I think makes art great. You know. It's a lot music of music in general. It is, you know, any any of the bands I've played with before, even uh, bands that I go out and see or hang out with or I'm friends with, a lot of them wouldn't want to take the chance of a song like Fallen, which half of the song is just piano and vocal, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the band comes in for the last like two minutes of the song. Right. But it works. It's a really cool song. So. Hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't have done stuff like that when I was in my 20s and first playing. Everything needed to be... Yeah. You know, I'm old now, and <laughs> it's nice to have half a song that. where I can take a break. And yeah, you get half the band sits and takes a break while yeah. we play. Go make a sandwich, whatever. Right. And, and music tastes definitely change too as you get older. Because yeah. I was, like, uh, younger in my early twenties and late teens, I listened to a lot of like death metal, like really. Never could have told by the current affection. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I still listen to a lot of it, but back then, anything that like the music that you guys play now, I would have been like, that's pussy shit. I'm not listening to that. It's too soft. These guys aren't metal or hard enough for me. And uh, over the years, I've learned to appreciate a lot more prog metal, uh, you know, Dream Theater and people that have singing and, like, dirty vocals or, like, screaming vocals or whatever you want to call them. And uh, I think that's really cool. See, I've always been... uh traveling along like the Grateful Dead fish like <laughs> listening to Mo and you know string cheese incident and so like I can appreciate you know the music but I'm definitely on like the the lower like just vibe and chill and but jam. But still those bands still do the same kind of thing. Yeah. You just know, different like, levels of distortion. Sure. I mean, yeah. You, you, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean you can't t- you can't listen to a lot of the Dead song. God listen to the Dead live and they do this all night oh, long yeah. with yeah. their yeah. music and that's the one cool universal thing is you, everyone can, under, can understand and appreciate when music, music comes up and when it goes down and the, all the points right. in between. Yeah. Building not, that hype and then giving you some time to chill out. And yeah, it's, it's not just a, a rock thing or a metal thing. It's just a, a music thing. Mm-hmm. You, you see it amazingly. You see it in, even in hip-hop and R&B oh, yeah. and pop and everything else. So Absolutely. And, cool. I, and I think that, that also goes into like a good DJ, you know, knows how to construct and f- like build a playlist to, uh, you know, reach those high points and have those build-ups and bring it back down and sure. get let everybody go get a drink of water for a second before they're back out on the dance floor. Or, um, so it really just transcends music in so many different levels, right. being able to orchestrate it like that and build those peaks and valleys. Um, so how long have you been playing piano, Amy? Oh, gosh, since I was little. Um, when I was a little girl, um, my my grandmother had a, a, a an organ, and then she graduated Ooh, to a piano. Cool. And um, so when I was wee little, I just started playing by ear. Um, my parents eventually bought me a big old upright. It was like one of those ancient, you know, antique things that half the keys were missing, and cool. you know, it was broken. <laughs> but I learned to play on it. Um, so I took lessons in like third grade, I want to say, maybe for two years, and then that was about it. <laughs> and then I was just pretty much self-taught after that. Sure. Um, got the basics down. Yeah, I got the basics down, and um, most of my playing over the years has really just been me um, writing my own stuff. I, I've been writing since I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, 
most of it was just you know silly little songs that I wrote. I'm you know heartbreak songs when I was sure. 16. And, That's you know. classic girl with a piano. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah exactly. You broke my heart. Classic girl with um, piano. Yeah, and then. Um, and that's different from our current stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a little angrier now. <laughs> a little bit. It's a little angrier than it was back in those days. A little bit. Um, yeah. So and then I did actually go to school for music for a short period of time. I went away to college and dropped out to be a rock star. Um, nice. <laughs> but I took some piano there too as well. But um, most of my piano was me. I'm you know I don't consider myself any Mozart or anything. Like if you give me a classical piece to play, it's going to take me about. 12 years to learn it. Right. But <laughs> yeah. But I think that one of the cool things about piano and like especially organ is that a lot of it I feel like is ambiance music. Like you, yeah. you know, you just need a little chord progression or something simple, a simple melody or whatever, and it can tie that whole song together. Yeah. yeah. A lot of my songs I do a lot of piano work in. Um, I think I just specifically have written a lot of piano work in my songs. Um, but some of the songs were just doing some strings here and there and with the keyboarding and whatnot to mm -hmm. try to give it that symphonic sound. So, um, so you were asking a little bit about like what his influence yeah. and stuff were. Like, um, I about... I want to say about 10 years ago when Amazon Prime was in its prime and they mm -hmm. were giving you free Amazon Prime music, mm -hmm. I fell down the rabbit hole with like, if you like this band, you'll like that band. Right. Like this best, yeah. And so I fell into the European symphonic metal scene and okay. I started listening to, you know, um, Nightwish and Within Temptation and then um, Beyond the Black. And so these bands out of Europe, they're amazing. And I was like, oh my God, there's metal music out there with symphonies on stage. Mm -hmm. and Epica and bands like that and they literally put a full freaking symphony on stage with them and play it's amazing because the music is just unbelievable it's like Trans-Siberian Orchestra you know we knew about them sure. over here but there's like a lot of them over there in Europe um, and so I started like following a lot of these bands and listening to them and it sort of influenced how I wanted to see my music sort of evolve like I wouldn't say we're that symphonic at this point but we're kind of going that genre there, so yeah. that's what where my thought process has been when I've been writing it probably takes some time to get to the, that level of like a high-end symphonic band to yes. you really need to coordinate and work on your harmonies and band chemistry and all that yeah stuff. and you know more instrumentalists eventually and things yeah. like that where you literally have your strings yeah you know yeah. so yeah <laughs> um, so anyway that was um I don't know where I was going with all of that. But you were talking about your influences. Yes, influences, influences yeah. yeah. But before that, I think I was talking about something totally different. But I'm all over there. It's okay. So. You're doing great. You guys are all doing awesome. And oh, but the piano work. But that's why a lot of the piano work has come about, because of a lot of symphonic metal um, is a lot of piano work as well. So I think that's where a lot of my... So um, originally, kind of a funny story, I tried to replace myself many times in the band really? as the keyboard nope. player, because I really am a front woman. I want to be out front. Singing. Um, yeah. Singing. So... Uh, and to, to no avail because I couldn't really find anybody who could also do piano work. They either they were either concert pianists, which mm -hmm. would have been perfect, but they wanted everything written out in notation, which I am not capable of doing for right. them. Sure. Or they um, were somebody who could just literally play chords, and I need somebody who's more capable than that. So. I just kind of have decided that I'm officially the keyboard player. And, yeah. and actually now I found yeah. that I'm getting a lot of feedback that that's actually kind of cool that yeah. I do it and sing and play. So it's sort of, I'm, I'm married to, to it now. Still waiting for her to take our suggestion of getting a keytar. That's what she yeah, did. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> that would be a good look. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be a real good look. I just have dream, teenage yeah. dreams about getting a keytar. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, my teenage dreams were much different. Yeah. <laughs> One of many was to get a guitar. Back when I, I I was still trying to learn my own musical instruments, but never really came to anything. I guess I wasn't dedicated enough to keep at it and keep going. Yeah. Um, Amy, you also mentioned you do like theater. Um, yeah, I do. Um, I haven't done any up here. I, I recently <clears throat> just relocated to Erie, actually, um, February of 2020? 2021. 2021. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Scott and I are also a couple. I guess we should disclose that. It makes sense. Sure. So, um, so I moved up here in 2021. Um, prior to that, I was down in the Mercer County area. Um, so I haven't done any up here, but I used mm-hmm. to do community theater down there. And, cool. Um, I've done a lot of theater, just community type stuff over the years. Nice. So how, cool. how do you like Erie so far? Oh, I love it up here. I grew up actually in Erie County when I was younger, um, mm-hmm. and then moved away. Got and she was one of the unfortunate ones that. Unfortunately, you know, with the 85 tornado. Oh, thanks for dating me. We were not supposed to do that. We weren't going to talk about ages. I I didn't say what grade or how old you were. I was I was minus 20. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Anyway. Right. Um, Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I um, I lived out in Philadelphia for a lot of years and then um, moved back this way. So. Mm -hmm. Cool. And uh, where else have you guys been playing at? So we've um, had about, uh, um, I want to say how many gigs we've had. We were, I was counting them before I got here, and then I lost track. We've, we've been at the Sandbar a couple of times over there. You just were there recently. I saw something on Yeah. Um, and then we've also been at Philly on the Rocks about three times. Cool. Um, that's Fun little bar, great little yeah, bar. Yeah, that is a great it's, little bar. It, it was cool. I forget what it used to be called, but it's I liked like it. Captain Ron's Captain. Quarters. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. They still yeah. have the mural up yeah. on the side of the boat and everything. <laughs> Mar- Marlene, that runs the place over there, she's awesome. We love working with her. And um, Kent, who runs sound over there, is just awesome. We love working over there. And they've been really great to us over there at the Sandbar now, too, um, opening it up to original bands. There's not a lot of venues here mm-hmm. for original music right now. But so we're. It's we're, a big... Uh, cover band area. Yeah. There's yeah. so many cover bands that float yeah. around here. It's just yeah. everywhere you go, it's a cover band. We've been yeah. we've been talking about that. I said, you know, um, I'm trying to put a show together actually for um, the March area that's going to be a girl power show. Or, oh, um, awesome. Yeah. Nice. Good um, for you. We've got a couple other bands I'm trying to line up with um, for March. It'll just be all girls that night. Um, and probably at the sandbar, we think, probably. But because um, it's Women's History Month, so I thought that'd be kind of cool. cool. What other girl bands are you, are you going to have? Um, right now... And my brain never works when I Animus. have to think of names. An- Animus out of Butler and um, can, can Autotrocity. Oh, well, they're going to be on the show. Thank they're going to be sh- on the show coming up soon. Yeah, that's oh, a, cool, yeah. yeah. cool. Very cool. So we're working on that right now. Um, but uh, I forget what my point was. I was going there somewhere with this. Um, with oh, I said you know, um, I said I think us girls should get together and, and maybe come to some of these bars that are just not open to um, original bands right now and be mm-hmm. like, look what you're missing, this hot chicks, you know, let right. us in, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we can bring the guys into your bars and they'll bring their girlfriends who want to come see us too because we're girls, you know. I don't know. It's it's really frustrating though that there's a lot trying of places to trying to find places that places, places to play. Right. Yeah. Um, because <clears throat> right now there's just not a lot of venues so yeah we might have to venture out out of Erie yeah to start well I'm sure that's a I feel like that's any the progress of any band yeah eventually. that is the goal <laughs> right. out of yeah that's Erie. everyone's goal but I mean 
in the very near future, we're probably going to have to like well, check out some other. Well, we were already planning on probably venturing out this summer anyway, potentially into some other areas and doing cool. some touring. So that's the hope anyway. Awesome. And are you guys booking your own shows right now? Um, yeah, pretty much. We've been working with um, Mayhem um, Production or Promotions right now. Um, they do um, promoting and. Um, but for the most part, you know, we reach out to some of the other places on our own. And, cool. You know, but yeah. I mean, that's that's what it's all about is building those connections and yeah. finding those ways to, to get on stage. Yeah. So you guys have a practice space now? <laughs> yeah, that's is a good it? question. Yeah. <laughs> yes, can we do, you know. Uh, <laughs> we do. Yeah, we have, we have a little place um, here in town that we're in. They're actually um, in the process of moving. We found a, yeah. a larger area. Cool. Because yes. uh, my, myself and Rick were also in another band. It's a <clears throat> cover band. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. Boo. No, they're um, so <laughs> Cover bands are great. The, yeah, uh, that's what the people are <laughs> That is backpedaling. That's awesome. Um, so the place we're in, it's it's getting a little cozy, having mm-hmm. you know equipment from two bands and everything there. So we found a larger place where we can actually spread out a bit. And God willing, knock on wood, um, <laughs> probably in the next week, week and a half, we'll be moving out there, and it'll just make things so much easier. And it's cool. on the first floor. Yes. We're on a, a second floor with a wonderful flight of steps, which isn't so bad when all you have to carry is a keyboard mm-hmm. or... Uh, you know, <laughs> a, a couple parts of a bass rig, but yeah, like, you know, they're you're still, still kind of heavy. But you know, still, when you're making, yeah. you know, 15 trips with the drum gear, and you know, you're old and fat like I am. It's well, our drummer's got kind of a big kit too. Yeah, so. slightly. It's a little bigger than uh, your normal. I'm, kit, I'm so. compensating. <laughs> I'm absolutely compensating. Um, he uses all of it though, so. But I'm still compensating. <laughs> he uses every Sad inch of it. Um, so God, hopefully very soon, and that'll just make things a, a whole lot easier for us in terms of being able to just not have to spend half the rehearsal when you first get there, moving stuff around, you know, because mm-hmm. you got to tuck everything away so other people have room. And oh, it's going to be nice. Yeah. God, I hope it works out. <laughs> I hope so. Jeez. Yeah. And um, it might be cheaper too. Yeah. Cheaper mm-hmm. is good. Cause, yeah. Um, right. Because, uh, yeah, cover bands make money in this town. You know what doesn't? Original music. Yes, we yeah. do not. So we have to enjoy what we're doing because we ain't getting rich doing it. Hey, yeah. We're, yeah. Um, we're all about the passion projects down here, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to have it around here. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Right. And uh, that passion is what keeps it going, too. That's what uh, keeps the fire lit and keeps people continuing to perform and practice and make new stuff, you know? Oh, sure. It, Just it's, so, it's so cool to, you know, put something in front of people who's like, hey, we made this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This didn't yeah. exist before we did this. Yeah. Right. Especially when you got people running up, yelling at our song names and stuff. Yeah. Like, I wonder who I you mean. cool. <laughs> <laughs> got, got a couple fans out there? Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. starting to be that. You know, we, um, Scott and I went out, um, it was a Wednesday, Wednesday night, and we had people coming up, and they're like, hey, Eden on fire. Like they're recognizing something we go out now, and it's pretty cool, you know. That's um, awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I think one of the so. coolest, like, visceral experiences is going to a concert and listening to people sing the lyrics back. Yeah. You yeah. know, just yeah. Be, even being in the crowd. I've yeah. never been in, I'm not a musician. I'm pretty, you know, I had an accordion once, and it was too much work. And, <laughs> hey, it worked know. out for Al Yankovic. It did not yeah. work out for me, you know, and I can't <laughs> sing either. We can't all be weird, Al <laughs> can't all be weird. We can only hope. Yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't grow hair like that. You know, it's short, it doesn't curl. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but even being on like the, uh, you know, in the crowd, it's just like the coolest thing to hear people like, you know, send those yeah, lyrics back up to you. Everybody's yeah. singing, everybody's just vibing. There's something real special about the, the like the connection that you feel. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
or even if they don't know her, you can tell people of just if the music's hitting them. Yeah. yeah. You know, and not just because they're drunk, which is some of the best stuff to watch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got bird's eye view on the stage. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They do. I can't see anything. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I wear my glasses when I place. So I see about that far yeah. in front of me. He doesn't wear his either. I'm yeah. probably the only one who sees anything. <laughs> I literally can't see five feet out there. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I guess they could be doing whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But so yeah, that, that community experience out there, I'm sure it's very powerful up on stage having people. It's awesome. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it Just really vibe. Is. You know, there, there's few things in the world better than performing for people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's cliche to say, but there's sometimes it's it's better than sex. Yeah. I, it's a huge responsibility, well, yeah. too. You know, I'm giving you my money and my time, and I, I hope to be entertained. Yeah. Sure. Right. Like, as any crowd guest, you know what I mean, goes in sure. there, they're like... Entertain me. And nowadays, there's there's nothing more valuable in it that can be given but your money and your time. Yes, yeah. so well, absolutely. Right. It's tight. We, we, yeah. Don't, yeah. we don't have a whole lot of either, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You know, and it's it's really cool. And just for people to dig it, and you can tell the folks who are kind of just phoning it, and they're like, yeah, whatever. But you can tell the folks who are enjoying it. That's yeah. the whole reason you do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I did when I first started playing. I did original stuff, and had a lot had a lot of fun. I mean, you know tiny crowds because we were young we didn't know what we were doing writing these 13 14 minute songs because we were <laughs> epic tales we, yes we were people were going to just be amazed at our, our, our versatility and it really wasn't versatile but it was just so much fun because your friends would come out they'd be out jamming it was great mm-hmm. and that's that's where you get the bug right. and you know after a while I realized you know I got 10 grand in drum gear I gotta start <laughs> paying for some of this stuff so you start playing covers for a while and yeah. Uh, I did a, a Metallica tribute for eight or nine years. And that was a lot of fun, and did some other cover bands. And I, I have no nothing against doing it. It's a lot of fun to play mm-hmm. the music that I dig and other people dig. Mm-hmm, right. Go out and make folks dance. Because um, while our music is really cool, some of it isn't get dancey. You're not going to see you know girls you know grinding on guys to some of our tunes, which is all well and good. But yeah. I'm more than happy to see them jumping around and being insane. Mm-hmm. It all mm-hmm. works out the same. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. It's all fun and it, it all has its own purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not everything's meant to be super sometimes like the the sad songs or the songs that aren't quite so dancey are the ones that like really mean the most. Mm-hmm. At least oh, to, yeah. to me in my experience, you know, like nothing hits me like a good Sad song sometimes. Yeah. Unhappy songs. You will love our material. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a lot of angst. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, someone um when we went and played uh that place JI's when I first got there, someone was like, What do you what do you play? I was like, it's it's angry chick music. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, our singer's an angry chick. She's, <laughs> she's got some anger. Those the, the lead vocalists in like a metal bands are always badass, tough fucking boss bitches. Sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Would you say she's, she, yeah, she is the boss. Yes. And she is. Yeah. Yes. Right. It takes like an extra special, like strong woman to get up there and sing the angry music and be like, you know, be strong and be powerful. So kudos to you. Oh, thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you guys want to listen to one of your songs? Yeah, with sure. Us? Yeah, why not? All right, cool. Hopefully I'm gonna, it's one I know. <laughs> oh, maybe you've heard this one before. Hopefully we can remember it. So. <laughs> see here. Hey, I recognize that place. Yeah. 
music in the background with your voice and I mean like my I've limited knowledge of like you know the heavier music we talked about but I, I get like like cranberries vibes cranberry vibes you know like like just the way you sound with like that heavy music driving in the background I think it's really cool thank you yeah absolutely it sounds really cool um does your voice hurt after singing like that no no wow. I've, I've had a lot of practice singing you know with the raspy over the years um the only time i actually really get strained is if i can't hear myself and then i'll over sing but i'm typically okay as long as the monitors are loud enough for me so absolutely what was that song about um that actually is one of the song about um, feeling like a relationship was kind of headed down the tubes. Uh-huh. Um, feeling like things were like letting me down. So, yeah. Definitely. I mean, you get those vibes for sure that, you, that something's over, something's coming to an end. Yeah. And uh, I was just wondering if there was like a specific time or whatever. But there's probably lots of different times where you felt that, which yeah. is what makes music good. Yeah. When That's you can relate it to any. Songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of came from a very dysfunctional marriage. So, um, yeah, I've got a lot of good material. I with a few. Too. <laughs> yeah, he's helped yeah. me with a couple. I, I just um, said angry. Yeah, yeah, there's some angry songs. That one, That one's more about feeling like. Um, trusting somebody and that person letting me down and, and feeling like I was able to count on them and just feeling broken because that just kind of bottomed right. out on me. So, and, and I feel like that song really takes things personally, too. Yeah. Like, uh, your own acceptance or, like, maybe not acceptance, but, like, your own hurt, you know what I mean? Yeah. That this has damaged and... Uh, kind of made things not the same as they were before. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good yeah, a good way of looking at it. Yeah. So, and pretty much every song is a true story. Yeah. <laughs> There's a true story in there somewhere. Yeah. So, I haven't written any fictional songs yet. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. <laughs> I feel like but I don't be, think they'd be as meaningful, so. I think that'd be tougher to do almost. Yeah. Like I, I never understood people who could just like go into like complete fiction with music and yeah. still make it be like yeah. it doesn't have the same feeling Puff the, the same magic emotion. dragon or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or i think like you know how like you know like led zeppelin would sing about like the lord of the rings and stuff you yeah know, you know and but it's still awesome but yeah. it's like i could never like in my head be like i couldn't make that yeah, kind of connection kinda, yeah they need to do a song about the mud shark that's, that's what they need to do. A song about the butt shark. The mud shark. The mud shark. It's a hor- horrible groupie story from from this from the seventies. I I won't get into it on here. I don't even think we want to know. You can find it. It's, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. Good to know. I, I'm Michael sure will know our imagination is going to And you're probably not far off. Stand next to Normandy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only time we'd ever have a fictional song is if we did something that was happy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I have a, I have a couple love songs that we haven't even touched. So uh, you know. Yeah, if we ever do a song about like rainbows and you know, clouds and sunshine funny, and everything. Funny story. False, the sixteen-year-old song mm-hmm. was um, the 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 chorus line was "Please don't make me look at a rainbow," because <laughs> wow. rainbows are for people in love. Mm, yeah, 
There's, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of angst in there. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of layers in there. Yeah. Wow. yeah. My heart was crushed. <laughs> Nothing like teenage angst, though. Yeah, to, right. To write songs about. That was when the new kids broke up, right? Yeah. yeah no, no. It was. It was. And, we, and please don't let me look at a sunset because sunsets for, are for night when we made love. Oh, so there you go. I just mm. gave it up. I lost my virginity when I was 16. There you go. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Hope mom and dad aren't listening. <laughs> That's news to me. <laughs> oh man! You know, I just I hear news stories every day. Just playing nice since this was a rehearsal. I have about yeah. six or seven other things to say. Yeah. Trying to play yeah. nice out in public because you know he's trying to be nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell the funny story. So I went back and I'm going through our text messages. I'm trying to remember the timelines from when we all met and when everybody got together. So. Um, I was telling Michael, like, it was really hard to find people. And when I first started talking to him again, and he said he was going to be in, and he was working on a couple of the songs, but we hadn't actually got together yet for rehearsal. And I said, um, do you know any guitar players? Because I'm having a hell of a time finding a guitar player that, you know. And um, I did have one guy reach out to me, though. But unfortunately, he was just looking for sex, apparently. Mm-hmm. So Michael's response to me was, I didn't realize this was a sexless band, so I'm out. I quit. <laughs> so ever since then, we, had to talk, we need, we need to put is, the disclaimer in here right now. Yes. For for my wife, if she's listening, it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a total joke. Yeah. So it's been it's been the the running joke in the band now that this is a sexless band. So every time we get somebody new that would come to audition, the first thing that Michael tells them, you need to know that this is a sexless band. So unless it involves Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. feel like that's a st- like I'm a an open book. like a tragic <laughs> band tale <laughs> for the ages of like relationships ruining bands anyway. So you guys are probably being smart as far as uh, the longevity of your band goes. Being a sexless band. Yeah. Well, except for we are in a relationship. Yeah. So right. well, that's already a little established. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's like it's a not, But but it also worked for Stevie Nicks pretty well. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> Did it work for her? I don't know. How that well, uh, yeah. I mean, she's got a bunch of great songs out yeah. there. I mean, maybe she got to write songs about what an asshole her boyfriend was and well, made wow. him sing them. I know. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. That was great how that it's all worked out. It's kind of the same thing, except I just have to play them instead of sing them. Yes, it's true. Yes. Be like, huh? I wonder what this song's about, Scott. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't get as bad as uh, it did for Stevie Nicks and her guitarist husband yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know the whole story. Yeah. Can't think of it right now. <laughs> but it, it doesn't seem like the way to to increase the longevity of your band for the most part. Yeah. Well, we're we're also old enough now that you know we're. I, I'd like to think we're hopefully past that. If this was. 20 years ago, it could be a whole different story. You know? Right. <laughs> but we've all kind of, we I hate to say it, we're grown up. Yeah, mm-hmm. we are, um, aren't we? Well, we've dealt with all. <laughs> <laughs> most of us. For the most part, we yeah. are. Um, we've dealt with all that random right. bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry, can I curse? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, for sure. I, I tend to use fuck like a comma. So no, that's right. Okay, go Keep for it. The FCC Keep just fined them $1,200. Yeah. Oh, hey, my God. Hey, podcast. They're taking us off YouTube. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I got WERG fined for cursing on No, yeah, that doesn't accidentally. surprise me. So. Yeah. Um, it slipped. Um, but we're all old enough now that we can kind of separate that mm-hmm. from it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, there's go, there's always going to be times. It's we all get along, but it's not 
it's not constantly all, it's not a big love fest. Sure. But we've all done this long enough and we're all dealt with other people and dealt with our own bullshit long enough to know that it's all just temporary. Mm -hmm. And if someone comes in, if she's having a shitty day, she had a shitty day at work and she's a little nasty with us, eh, it happens. You know, it'll be fine the next thing. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Scott pissed her off, which is. <laughs> All the time, <laughs> fairly constant. A couple uh, times since we've been together. Yeah, you know, it's, it, but it's not going to. It's not going to affect the band, and it doesn't affect what we do. It, you know, it might color things for a day or so, but you know, there, do you there's think always that, another one. Do you think that being older and forming a band is easier than when you're in your twenties? Uh, no, no. It's so much harder to find people, at least these yeah. days. But I don't know if that's age so much as it is just the the situation right now. Yeah. So many people I knew that played stopped playing with COVID. Mm -hmm. Guys who were busy playing. Lots of gigs and doing well with it. Just stop playing. Or they're out doing acoustic gigs now, making yeah. making pretty good yeah. money for their work out there. Ventured to so it, it acoustic is. gigs. Yeah, I mean it's tough. We've been we've been <clears throat> trying to find a, a second guitarist mm -hmm. for a while, and we've had some folks come by. But as I said, just it just didn't work for one reason or another. Yeah. Used to be twenty years ago. You know, you put an ad up at World of Music, put your little flyer up with your pull sure. tabs that everyone did, and they'd all be gone in a week, and people be calling you whether or not they're any good. You got response, yeah. mm -hmm. and there's just there's a, there's a shortage of, of folks, mm -hmm. or f folks are very pigeonholed with what they want to play. Right. Mm -hmm. um, we had one cad come in who was very good, but I think when we were he was told we were a symphonic metal band he came in with kind of one impression of what we were going to do or what we were about and then he came and realized it's a little left of that but it still has aspects of that since it wasn't exactly what he thought it was going to be it wasn't yeah. for him hmm. and you know who i mean yeah um so we kind of deal with that um we're we're not a we're not a one trick pony Sure. Um, you know, we've we can do pretty stuff. We can do heavier stuff. We can do all points in between. And there's a. I don't want to. God, it sounds like I'm tooting our horn. It's not. There's just. We need someone who is a little more versatile, mm -hmm. or at least has a, a more open mind to do stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Twenty years ago, we just said we're gonna write a song. Half of it's just on piano. The band isn't gonna play. And I said, like, what the fuck? I I'm all my stuff. We're right, I'm, I'm here to play. It's gonna be yeah. heavy, damn it. And I'm gonna overplay because that's what I did when yeah. I was 20. I put fills everywhere, and I just everything had to be busy, 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 busy. Yeah. And you think it's amazing, mm -hmm. and you look back on it 20 years later, and you're like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. You know, I listen to stuff now that I did 20. You know, back when I was younger, just all right, man. I know what you were thinking, but you were wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. weren't quite there yet. Sure. And I've had um, some friends of mine that, I've, that have known me for a while listen to our stuff and say it's good, but said you're just you're just back there. You're not doing half the stuff you used to do. I said, well, yeah, because it doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. You know, it only took me twenty some years to learn how to play for the song instead of playing for myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, mostly because I realized I ain't nearly as good as I thought I was at one point. <laughs> He's a lot better than he gives himself credit yeah. for. Yeah. A lot of times, less is oh. more to you. Yeah. Oh, unless you're talking about drum kits. And I know that's. I think that's what really works in this band too. Is everybody that's in this band? Um, there's no major egos in this band. Mm -hmm. Well, except for me. But besides vo lead vocalist, that, yeah, that comes with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, everybody really, um, you know, no one, no one is like we have to tell our guitar player to turn up. I mean, that's like unheard of in a band. I don't yeah, know. It's I've like ridiculous. I've never. We're like Rick. We can't really hear you very well. Can you turn up your Marshall stack, please? Yeah. Because we can't hear you. Um, so it's like <laughs> really odd, and and it's nice because everybody really kind of 
works well together in that aspect. So we don't have anybody feeling like they have to showboat or like Mike said, you know, he, he doesn't have to put in five million fills because he's the drummer and he has to be out there. You know, he's doing, he's playing to the song and... Sure. Um, and no know. one gets butthurt if the part they suggested doesn't get used or it gets tweaked or whatever. Yeah, we joke about it for six months. But, oh, for sure. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, but seriously, yeah, we don't. And, you know, hell, I like I said, I have to come here vulnerable with all this music and go, I wrote all this, let's play it. And then they rip it apart and yeah. put it back together like Frankenstein, you know, so that it takes a lot to do that. But it but works. It works, it, it does. It works when we do that. It does, and it's better when we're done, so. It sounds like the uh, the discomfort of creating the music is outweighed by the end product for you guys. Absolutely. And uh, giving up, you know, playing a little bit of game, give and take and finding that balance. Yeah. Well, it has to be because because this is, you know, she she's writing the, the, the song, she's writing the lyrics, she has the concepts for the songs, but this is a, it is a band effort. Mm-hmm. If you took any of us out, and again, it's so cliche, every band says, you take one of us out and put someone else in, these songs are not the same. No. Mm-hmm. Of course. Just because no one else creates the same way. You can, mm-hmm. get another, you can get another drummer, there's tons of drummers in town that could do what I do. I'm no amazing player, but they're not going to come up with the ideas that I had or maybe the same way that I did so those songs are going to be different you get a different basis it's going to be it's going to have a different feel because basses play the different same thing with Rick same thing on not that it would happen but if we had a different singer the songs aren't going to feel the same they're not going to sound the same because she wrote the lyrics she this is her mm-hmm. that she's throwing out there it's the difference between someone writing their stuff and having stuff written for them you know, there's a reason that not many people emotionally connected with Britney Spears songs because she didn't write them. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Speak for yeah. yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't get me wrong. I, I, we I, said I, emotional yes. connection. You know, I, I enjoy, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed her too, usually on mute. Um, <laughs> nice to watch. But there's a difference between you know someone going to sing this and someone saying I'm going to yeah. sing this, yeah. and that's one of the neat things about this. And Another, you know, another aspect is just because it is, it's all real. Mm-hmm. You know, I've played in bands. We wrote swords and sorcery songs, and songs about demons and everything, and which is, it's cool, it's metal. But you know, <laughs> other than an ex of mine, I've never met a demon. Yeah. So it's all just assumptions. Yeah. You, you yeah. Know, everything she writes about, in one way or another, she's dealt with, mm-hmm. and that makes it a little more, a little more real, a little more authentic, and hopefully, folks can kind of connect to that. Yeah. Or understand that this isn't just being put out as fodder you know mm-hmm. this isn't just oh, i'm gonna write a sad song because you know that's what girls do we write yeah. emotional songs yeah. this is yeah. your your life yeah and it's kind of cool to be able to help someone put their life out there i right. think you can see it when when <laughs> you're on stage like i watched the whole you know show too before this and uh but just like listening to broken and watching the video like you can see that it means something to you when you're playing it. And that makes a difference when, when you're on stage. Like, you can absolutely tell the difference. Thank yeah. You. Oh, sure. and, and I think that the passion is so easily lost, to with a little bit of fame and recognition, especially in, like, a lot of uh, bigger bands that I've followed for, like, a long time. You know, their first album or two is uh, really great, and then they kind of lose that that connection to the music, you mm-hmm. know? And it's it's not yeah. it, it's not uh, going out there and creating something art and expressing myself anymore. It's uh, filling seats and making money. Or like you get uh, 
you know, they got like you get a great back catalog of music that they're really into, but ninety percent of the people come for like the two songs. You know, there that's my you know, play free bird, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. We, we hear that all the time. Play free bird. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you play it? You guys play original music, I of course. Played not. It before. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have thrown around the idea of a cover and we started to work on a hailstorm cover at first, but then we realized we really needed a second guitar player for it and we just kinda of backburnered it and we just really focused on writing. We in fact we just last rehearsal um, finalized a, another two, new tune, and we started yeah. a whole nother second new so tune. So about 90% cool. final-ish. Yeah. Ish, yeah. Because it's just and, about done. Yeah. And I think when we were talking, you guys mentioned, or Amy, I think you mentioned that you guys are going to be recording some stuff soon? We've actually been in the studio. We have 10 tracks that we've tracked, um, 10 songs. We're working on an album. Um, they're not complete. Um, <clears throat> we still need to go back in. It's kind of a, a slow process, but we're getting back in there. There's um, about... Slacking I think four, four, yeah, yeah, guitarist. Slacking singer. Uh, no, I'm waiting to get back in there. I've done about four, four of the songs are completed, I believe, on vocals. Um, and then there's um, about six more to go. I just need to get back in there. I'm waiting for him to give me some time slots. Um, the guy who's doing it has a real job, day job as well, so he's he's um, busy. But cool. Rick has to get in there and lay down the guitars, so that's what we're waiting for him to get back in there. Um, and then we're, we're talking about post-production stuff and... Mastering, I hear, is a, is a big process. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So. Big on the wallet, too. Yeah, so. big on the wallet. So. Yeah. Well, I thought you were paying for this also. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it's big on my wallet. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Yeah, but yeah, we're looking forward to that because that's the next step, you know, and then trying to get that put out to the, the masses. And, right. I mean, my ultimate goal is to get, you know, maybe some sort of independent signing, so. Yeah. Create music, travel around a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. Branch out. I, sounds sweet. Become oh, yeah. famous rock stars. Famous oh, rock yeah. stars. That's everybody's goal, though. Yeah, that's our goal too. I just want. Yeah, that's our goal too. You just want to what? I just want to play Paducah, Kentucky, just to say that I did. Okay. Well, we'll make that. We we will add that to the tour. I just like saying Paducah. And I want to what? Wagon. I want to play Wacken, yes. Wacken, no. Germany. That is not what oh, I yeah. thought you said. It's not what it sounded <laughs> yeah. like either. I didn't either. I was afraid, but with the headphones on, it was like, yeah. maybe we just need to like make the lights a little less hot. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say something wrong? So, I usually do. You have some of that uh, gaffer tape with you? <laughs> yeah, I left it at home. Are there, are there any big places that you guys have in mind rather than Padokan and Falken. <laughs> <Padokin. laughs> like what what would be the, like the pinnacle to you guys? I mean I would love to, you know, do some of these circuit tours that are going around, you know, opening up for some of like, you know, like what's incarnation and, you know, some of the things going on down. Incarceration? Incarceration, yeah. Incarceration, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah we had a bunch of friends go to that. And um like what was going on down at Daytona? I can't think of what the name of it was down. There's last a few summer. things that go on at yeah. Daytona. Yeah, some kind of rock fest going on. Rock fest mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, rock fest. I think it was called. Cool. You know, some of these ones that tour during the summer, opening up and down some of those kind of things would be pretty okay. awesome. Would love to be able to try to do something like that. Even on the small stage. Yeah. Side stage. He. He, want, he wants to work yeah. on up to it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go stand on the Vakin stage. I'm like, see you people. All right. Hey, you stick a puke bucket behind my amp. You can be okay. I admit it. I'm a stage whore. Put me on the stage. Put me in front of a million people. That's what I want. I'm all right with that. Right. The more, the better. Sure. Yes. I just want to play. I know. Me too. My my motto for years has been if they have a zip code, I'll play there. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. I'm kind of like that too. Just put me on stage. Actually, I'm going through withdrawals because... (laughs) 
they were all kind of getting on me. I had us booked out like every weekend for like a month or two. Nice. <laughs> and they're like, are we going to get a weekend off someday? I'm like, all right. So we Just, only have two gigs in December. but That's pretty good, though. A lot of people really slow down a lot coming towards the winter season. Yeah. Especially around here. Yeah, Nobody most, wants most to go out Most rational of the house. people. <laughs> <laughs> I was told no more gigs during the holidays. Yeah, we got to okay. keep past the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like November to December people kind of slow down a little bit. Well, more. it's because loading gear in and out of bars yeah. in the winter sucks. Yeah. yeah. But we had yeah. a lot of people reaching out to us. It's really what happened. I mean, I, I actually reached out initially because I was sort of just trying to get us out there after we did the um, PACA gig, which kind of was sort of kind of luck that we it fell into our lap. Um, I had been reaching out to them to try to get in there, but it's kind of a, a several months in advance that you have to get on their list. Mm-hmm. But somebody dropped out, and so they asked, oh. hey, do you guys want to play a gig? Oh, nice. So sort of at the last minute, we were able to sort of finagle it and make it happen. Yes, they were able to accommodate, they accommodated our, 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 our shitty schedule, yes. my shitty schedule. Mike has a, a shitty morning, early morning job. So. Yeah, I start work at 4 in the morning, so oh, I go to bed wow. a little. Yeah. yeah. So I go to bed a little early, and mm-hmm. which isn't bad. I don't work weekends, so it's not bad for normal gigs, but this is a Sunday. Yeah. They're like, you know, play at 6. Well, 6. Well, no, it was an 8 o'clock show then. Yeah, it was 8 back in the yeah, summer. I, I'm, yeah, I'm in bed by then. I'm in bed for a few hours by then. Yeah. <laughs> so thankfully, they were able to kind of back it up a little bit, so we were able to do it. Cool. Yeah, we did a three o'clock show, I think. So, yeah, three. Was three. it three? Yeah, it was a three o'clock show. So we pulled that off, and that actually just sort of opened a lot of doors for us. And then um, we had had another gig on the books for October. That was the only other gig we had, yeah. October fifteenth. So we, that was in the summer. Um, but then suddenly, after we did the Packa show, people started reaching out to us, and you know, That's like, awesome. oh hey, you know, hey, you want to play here? Hey, you want to play here? So it just I was like, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so we kind of got busy. Yeah, and, which that, was and awesome. that's the thing with the original bands, right? It's always a multi-band show. You get three, four bands, so it's kind of cool when somebody new is in the mix, and you kind of get, you know, I get out with some other folks, and you know, end up I end up reconnecting with some folks that I jammed with years ago, and like, hey, we're sharing a stage yeah, again. Yeah. Oh, we're God, we're gold. And, yeah, you know. we picked up a lot, a lot of cool friends. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So there's some really good camaraderie, camaderie yeah. between really the original band bands. Out there too that we played with. Yeah. Yeah. Erie's, yeah. A, Erie's a music town. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And there's some hellaciously talented people here. Yeah. It's. Uh, I wish the original scene would get a bit more attention, just so people could see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, I feel like it, there's a there's a fine balance in there because I I, uh, I appreciate the variety and not that there isn't a large amount of variety, but I don't know that I want to go see the same band like more than maybe twice a year. Yeah. Local, even if they are my friends, I love all you guys, especially like Tyler and some of the other people that I'm really close to that perform around here. Um, I can only see you guys so many times before I'm like uh, just not as fired up about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a uh, what's it called? Something built tolerance building for my excitement level. You know. Sure. But creating new music and putting new stuff out and all that stuff to keep it. New and fresh is Try important. To. Yeah. Try to. And, and the nice thing about the, doing the multi-band shows is generally you get a little bit shorter with set time, so we have to break things up. So hopefully with if someone comes to see us like three shows in a row, they're they're going to hear some of the same tunes, but not all of the same tunes. So right. it's going to be a little yeah, bit different. Cool. Right. Yeah. You know, even if, um, unrelated to if we've written anything new. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, a standard base of like 10 songs right now, but if we go do like a 40-minute show, that's only seven, seven. songs, you know, six or yeah. seven tunes. So if we do a few of those, we can rotate stuff in and out. We generally try to. Yeah. Um, 
because you mentioned about like, <clears throat> excuse me, I mentioned like a DJ, you know, arranging stuff. And it's the same thing when we put together the set list. Right. You want to have it do this. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have weird brick walls that you run into. You get bringing <clears throat> people way up and all of a sudden you hit them with something like Fallen that's all pretty and everything right after that. You kind of bring them down so they... Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they kind of go on the ride with you doing that. Yeah. And it's, that's, that's one of the... The fun things about being a band, you know, she mentioned doing the arranging and whatnot. You know, I love making set lists, just building that journey. It's so much fun because um, I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> Truly, I am, for sure. And, and is it a group effort putting that stuff together? Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. You know, yeah. because you, you talk about how to um, how to put songs together, ones you know that butt up against each other. Well, you know, this song ends this way. It's kind of weird to go from that to this. Okay, well then we move this one around. Maybe we could tie these two together. You could just do this, do this, and it becomes this whole kind of little puzzle to figure out how to make everything fit together mm-hmm. and certain songs are set in stone where they are our first song is always the same just because it's a great song to start with a nice high energy tune that works mm-hmm. our last song kind of the same reason it has a nice good section for her to intro the band and everyone kind of like have a little few seconds to themselves so those are kind of the staples and then everything in between is what gets nudged around and played with and moved and depending on which venue we're at and- yeah, I'm sure some places like, like different well, stuff. Other bands we're playing with too. If they're more close to our genre, then we, you know, yeah, we mix it we up a little mix bit. It up. If they're heavier, then we kind of keep our heavier ones in more and pull out some of our whatever. softer stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it all makes sense. There's a lot more that goes into it than meets the eye. Look, sometimes. Like. Yeah, and it's it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it is. It is a real good time. Like I said, I'm going through withdrawals right now because we got this little hiatus here. We, You'll be okay. Yeah, yeah well, it's only I'm kicking it's almost over. <laughs> right? We're going to be airing this show the week before that, and it's yeah. not too far away. Yeah. It's coming up. Yeah. It's coming yeah. up, and uh, I'm excited for it. I like the shows that pack out I there, do. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, a great It's a great, great little scene. stage. It's it is really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. cool little yeah. setup that Dave's got going. Yeah. yeah. It's a great little stage once he sets his drum kit up. We have this much room left on it. I think Dave does a great job. I want to I want to pick his pick his brain a little bit about what we're doing here and how we can make it better because yeah. I think his video quality is super good and that's oh he'd be able to help he's, oh, yeah. he, yeah. he knows the stuff yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah everything he, he's too. very on top of it I mean the, yeah. the music sounds great the videos everybody's video that's performed there looks awesome oh, sounds yeah. awesome yeah it's very well, well, our video from that first show um, when we went, my uh, my youngest son was helping me load my gear up because that's what you can do when you're a parent. <laughs> Free labor. Yeah. And he knows a little bit about video stuff. He had um, done some community stuff, helped make a couple little indie movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the guy who normally runs the cameras called off. And he was like, you know anyone who can do the cameras? He pointed at my kid. So it was my kid doing all the camera switching and the, switching. the panning and, cool. and everything. Yeah. Proud dad. I forgot to nice. do that. That's awesome. Yeah. No, he asked me because I asked him if he's going to help me at PACA again. He's like, I have to run the cameras? I said, probably not. You're safe. (laughs) Probably. Probably. Anything can happen, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks for having us. It's been a super cool little show. Um, keep rocking out. We'll see you at your show December 11th. 11th. Sunday at 6 at PACA. Go check it out. Yeah. Follow them on social media. You guys are on Facebook. Yep, we're on Facebook, Instagram. Um, we even have, uh, God help us, um, 
What's that called? The TikTok? TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, you got a TikTok yeah. now. Right. I have a TikTok that's a word, too. That's I a have place a hard time to go. clipping up shorts, though. Yeah. It's tough. But that's where all the so many of the people yeah, are going now. Such a big it's the hot yeah, thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. One point it is in that direction. So. Yeah. 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 Our, our very busy TikTok account has, what, one video on it? Yeah. No, we've Woo. got several. We've oh. got several. I, I'm constantly <laughs> creating things to put up there with pictures or whatever. So okay, only claim We have 40 video. followers, so we're getting there. Yeah. Almost there. Yeah. Next up, Kardashian money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then you can pay somebody else to make those videos for you. Yeah, Damn come right. follow us on TikTok. Feel sorry for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure having you here. It absolutely thank has. You. Have a great, great night. For sure. Thank you, you too. And a nice wonderful show. We'll see you there. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. Good night, everybody. Right, we love all those listeners out there. Thank you so much. I love pillows. <laughs> yes. He does love pillows. <laughs> uh.